Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. I'm in the medical field, and I think when you start out these things, you know, everything from the advertisement sounds so good that you're psyched up for it to work. It's working. Anyway, I'm happy. (laughs) Balance of Nature has made a big difference. It's just one of the greatest products, and it's just so simple, and it works. Balance of Nature is a fantastic product. You could tell it's real. You could taste it. And it gives you really good energy, and it's just right up there with rent, electric cable, like things that you have to have. I'm not cutting Balance of Nature. Uh Uh-uh. No, I love it. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code Kate. Hi, everybody. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that fourth hour. That new fourth hour is starting March the 2nd, and I really want you to be a part of it. This is the first time a radio show has ever done this a live radio show where you get to become part of the the background of that show. You get to um, give me information. You get to give me research. You get to have a voice in what happens. And um, I'm excited about this. In fact, I'm only taking a very selective, small group of people. We're going to join together off the air. And this is going to be every Thursday night from 8 to 9.30 at night. And people, other people that do this, Something like this. They only do it like once a month. We're going to do it every week. And it'll be recorded if you can't make it that week. Uh, You can either sit in and just observe or listen or be part of the conversation. And so I'll have special guests come on just for you. And you'll get access to me through a special phone number where you'll be able to text me during the show and message me. And I can ask questions to guests and things like that, um, which will just make access so much easier. You'll have access that no one else has. And those things forward to my cell phone. So please go to the fourth hour tab on katedallyradio.com at the top and click and there's more information there. And I'm excited. Got to get your spot because it's filling up and I'm only taking a select uh, group. We got to keep it small. So please go get your spot and uh, get ready because March 2nd we start. All right. The only virus we're fighting is gullibility. The Kate Daly Show starts now. The greatest perpetrator of misinformation during the pandemic has been the United States government. Misinformation that COVID was spread through surface transmission, that vaccinated immunity was far greater than natural immunity, that masks were effective. Now we have the definitive Cochrane review. What do you do with that review? Cochrane is the most authoritative evidence body in all of medicine and has been for decades. Do you just ignore it, not talk about it? That myocarditis was more common after the infection than the vaccine. Not true. It's four to 28 times more common after the, the vaccine. That young people benefit from a booster. Misinformation. Our two top experts on vaccines quit the FDA in protest over this particular issue, pushing boosters in young, healthy people. The data was never there. That's why the CDC never disclosed hospitalization rates among boosted Americans under age 50. The vaccine mandates would increase vaccination rates. The George Mason University study shows it didn't. It did one thing. It created never vaxxers who are now not getting the childhood vaccines they need to get. Over and over again, we've seen something that goes far beyond using your best judgment with the information at hand. We've seen something which is unforgivable, and that is the weaponization 
of medical research itself. The CDC putting out their own shoddy studies, like their own study on natural immunity, looking at one state for two months. When they had data for years on all 50 states, why did they only report that one sliver of data? Why did they salami slice the giant database? Because it gave them the result they wanted. Same with masking study. Well, the data has now caught up in giant systematic reviews. And the uh, public health officials were intellectually dishonest. They lied to the American people. Thank you. Hmm. That was good. That was, um, you know, medical experts from Stanford, Johns Hopkins, surprisingly. And what's interesting is the only thing I disagree with is uh, the kids aren't getting their other shots. No, don't please don't get any shots. Please stop getting shots from the government. Your uh, immune system is not located in a vial. God gave you a really nice one. Uh, so he doesn't need to compete with the one in the vial. And um, I love that you are listening in. In fact, we'll start off with a caller, I guess, if they're still on the line. And hi, Uncle Milty. Hello. <laughs> He's not, you're not in a good mood today. What's up? Uh, I'm not in a bad mood, oh. but, but I, have you ever been to a graduation ceremony like at a high school? Yeah. Just hold on caller. Yes. Have you ever seen anyone like wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Yes. Yes. Or a, lays. Or a, lays. Lays. Like, like 50,000 lays. Or a yes, serape. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why do we have SB 103, which now allows them to wear those things? We now have For a diversity, a, of course. Well, if you're not going to pass election fraud bills, um, then you got to pass these because we have to have our brine shrimp. Um, we have to have Hindu Day. That's so important. And um, we obviously need this, right? The legislator has yeah. to tell you that you can wear a, the, the bill, a piece of material to your graduation. This bill gains support mm. from mm. diverse groups of individuals, Lovely. including... Tongans, uh-huh. Polynesians, right. Native Hawaiians, Pacific Islanders, which I think covers the previous three, <laughs> Samoan, right, right. Mexican, and oh, Iraqi so Muslim American cultures. They've um, always done we that. We have legislation to tell you what you can wear at graduation. At graduation. The no. school just can't do that? But no one what? was okay. re- ever refused that. Well, it's the lunacy of our legislators and, and the stupidity of our state senators. That's what it is. So that's why I'm in such a good mood. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Okay. All right. That person. He left. Yeah. Um, they can call back. They can call back. Call back. It's fine. Um, interesting. Well, that's. But see, this is why. See, I hate to say it because it sounds so mean. Then I get hate mail. We should share some hate mail. I get hate mail if I say that um, our legislators and our um, state senators our state senators are the worst down here. Um, they go along with everything that the party wants them to. But it's um, it's horrifying to watch every single year. The legislative sessions, they're, they're difficult. Because of this, you're not getting helped. You're getting that kind of crap. That's what they're handing to you and saying, look what I'm doing for society. I'm like, you're not doing anything. This is just more hindrance. This what? is not... The- when they Anything. put the general description right. of the bill up, yeah. and the general description says 
This bill will allow individuals to wear cultural attire during graduation they ceremonies. Do. They already Who do. Who said they couldn't? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> but now it's sanctioned by yeah. the government in yeah. Utah. Well, this is why when we get people into office or we put them in there fraudulently, you're listening, Joe, right? We put them in there fraudulently. It means that they don't understand the role of government. They don't. And we, this is what you get. You get a lot of people having to put their name on a bill, and they go, ooh, this one will pass. This one will put my name in the papers. This will make me look like I'm busy. Mm -hmm. And then we go, oh, yay, you're working so hard. Thank you for enslaving me more. You're working so hard that we need to put you back in for like a trillion years. Can you stay? And then um, the stupidity continues over and over again, and it's just disgusting. It's disgusting. What are we going to do about it? I don't know, but uh, the next young person I know that graduates high high school, I'm going to send them in carrying a crucifix. <laughs> See what happens. Oh, man, I can hardly wait for that one. Oh, geez. Um, we'll take your calls. I hope we're not having phone problems. 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. All right. Go right ahead, caller. Yes, there have been thousands of notification of <laughs> laws and actions of the people over yep. the years, uh-huh. and the federal government uh, government hates that yeah. uh, because that's telling the the, pe- uh, the government, we don't need you, we're not going to uh, comply with what mm-hmm. you're saying. Uh, much of the time, it's unconstitutional, illegal, and we're going to do what we want to do. Right. So in response, what government often does is when they realize they're going to lose this battle, mm-hmm. we got to get the pe- people have to continue to follow us, so we're going to get out in front of them, and they're going to pass a law that people were violating already. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a sanctuary, Second Amendment sanctuary cities and states, uh, quite a few of the states. There's right. just a huge number of uh, nullification, you know, marijuana laws and so forth that are violation of the federal government. So they often try to get out front mm-hmm. to say that we're still your leader. Right. We have to tell them, no, you're not. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you for that. Really appreciate that, Mark. Uh, really, really. Uh, by the way, today, the last uh, day to sign up for the fourth hour. And uh, I'm talking Uncle Milty into being there tonight. <laughs> and so uh, we're going to meet tonight live. We're going to be able to talk live. It's going to be so fun. And uh, I can't wait. All of you get a chance to introduce yourselves if you want to tonight. And it's just going to be so much fun tonight. I really can't wait. And um, go join. Six months. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. This has never been done before to this degree for a live show. So, I'm I'm just loving this. Anyways, um, very very happy. Um, uh, Utah exceeded its um, <laughs> snowplow budget. Gosh, that gets in the middle of the drought. It really does. I mean, if you gotta, you know, I I I think we should make it drought day like this the, in this time in winter every year so we can remember that that we're in a drought because I know that Zach Renstrom and the Water Commission. I know that. Um, the mayors, city council members, um, I know the city attorney, right? The county attorney loves the good drought because then they can put in all these policies and try to finagle and work it. What was that term they used? Oh, it passes constitutional muster. Oh, yeah, muster. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, mustard with the, my pastrami. Well, the muster. The muster of the um, constitution, whatever that is. And this is the expertise your tax dollars are buying when the um, attorneys that work for your city and your county go, well, it passes constitutional muster. So anyway, I just wanted to say, I know you guys are really sad. You can't mention the drought today because it would compete with the same headlines of 
snowplow usage is up, you know, and uh, we've exceeded it because of the amount of snow. So I just, again, want to pay tribute to that drought. And um, Zach, get your get, get your next speech ready. I don't know. I know you're trying to work it in there really big, but I don't know that you should mention. I'm just going to give you some friendly advice. Zach Renstrom over at the Water County, uh, the County uh, Water Commission. I don't know that you're going to want to lead out with drought in the middle of the monsoon rains and the snowfall. California just deemed 13 counties in a state of emergency (laughs) over snow because, you know, snow. And everybody seems, even Arizona, plagued with snow. I I don't know if you're going to want to lead out with drought. It's, It's a tough time. Wait till August that you do every year and then you say all year's a drought. Zach, I think that's going to work better for you. On a more positive on a more positive note, those Hold counties in California with all uh-huh. the snow, the uh-huh. skiing is great. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi, Uncle Milky. Uh, love you, Kate. You're Thanks. a wonderful woman. Thanks. I do have an issue or two with you. Uh, sure, you do. Uh, Go for it. What do we, What do you have an issue with? Well, yesterday you're talking about Levitt and I think Cox and Ibsen and mm-hmm. all these individuals. Yeah. And you said you are the same religion. Yeah, we are. Um, no man, Technically. Not. Well, technically. Yeah. On the books you're we the are. Yes. Church. You're the same church. You're not of the same religion. Ah. Now, when you read the New Testament, you're reading the New Testament, right? I am. I do all the time. I did last night. Yes. And, Good for you. Thank you. So who's who's crucifying Christ? Who wants to kill him? Who wants to get rid of him? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your point? I guess the I'm trying scribes, to... The okay. scribes, the Pharisees, right, right. the Sadducees, okay. the lawyers, these are all good, active members of the church. Well, yes. I mean, no. it's... Okay. What, 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 we're we're kind of splicing words here. Am I Mormon? Yes. Is Mitt Romney Mormon? Yes. Do we believe in the same exact things? No. Do we look at our government the same? No. Am I bought and sold? No. Is he bought and sold? Yes. Does he? Is he um, right up there for the New World Order? Yes. Am I? No. But it really has nothing to do with that. A lot of people like to point that out and say, well, it's the same religion. Well, you know, we have totally different views. You know, so um, I agree, but it's yeah. not the same religion. You have okay. to correct those people. All right, all right. I, I, get I, get point. I get your point. Thank yep. you. I, I get, get your it. point. Um, it's just, you know, I think we might be mincing words, but okay. All right. Well, it's it's like that old people thing where somebody says, is the Pope Catholic? There <laughs> yeah. are people right now that would argue that. <laughs> Well, and it's it's true. It's just on the books, yes. Yeah. But when you really drive that home, and I mean, I look at the most some of the most despicable human beings, Harry Reid, Mitt Romney, um, Spencer Cox, um, Levitz, the whole Levitz, uh, the whole of the Levitts. Um, I look at a lot of people, um, the D, you know, Dee Dee, I don't even know what she is, but does she pretend to be LDS? I don't even know. Anyway, all I'm saying is, is that we are different and, um, on the books it might look the same, but it's not, it's not. Be right back. Kate Daly show. I'm going to share, we'll share some hate mail with you. I love our hate mail. It's, it's fun. It's so fun. It, it really is. It, it just, it gives us the giggles. Be right back. Kate Daly show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. 
gonna cut you down Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down I love this song. Always reminds me of government. Uh, so, welcome back to the show, and of course, uh, Ugly Door Contest, uh, it's coming, it's it's getting near the end, so you better get those pictures in. Ugly Door Contest at GarageDoorsOnly.com. Ugly Door Contest at GarageDoorsOnly.com. Send in a, a picture of your neighbor. I'm sure they'll love you. <laughs> they'll love you for a new garage door, um, or yourself, or whatever, but get those pictures in. Garage Doors Only, uh, all through the state of Nevada and Utah. This is, of course, the Utah Local Hour. And um, let me just say, they do a great job. They did my garage doors, and I love them. Haven't had an issue with them. They are just amazing. And their technicians are uh, knowledgeable and so good. They get five-star reviews. Go over to Garage Doors Only. You will love these guys. Um, Also, ABC Auto, they do a fantastic job. And uh, I just love them for it. So make sure that you uh, go to ABC Auto. If you, the, the insurance companies actually like them because they actually do a really good job of getting you back in your car quick, and your car is safe and perfect looking, and all their expertise. And so they get these five star ratings all the time because they are so good at what they do. ABC Auto, you can just can't go wrong. They're just incredible. They're over in Washington, and you'll love them. Um, let's share some hate mail, shall we? <laughs> What is what is the last piece? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> was it from yesterday's show? No, the day before. The day, the before. day before, yeah, yeah. When we were talking about this, uh, I should do a whole show where I just read panic. these letters. Okay, go ahead. And I got, I got a a, a guy named Larry Lawson. Uh huh. Tweeted me, <laughs> and ahead. he said. Your show with Kate has been trash as recent. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> and I'm so letting the sponsors know that I am done with Kate's shows. And they would care less. But yeah. go ahead, Larry. <laughs> go ahead. He said, it sounds like you were addicted to nicotine, hmm. and you show no compassion for anyone addicted to drugs. When did you show no compassion for anyone addicted to drugs? Never. As a matter of fact, I made it very clear that, look, it's tragic that these people die. I know. But But that's what he got out of it. Yeah. It's not. That's usually what happens. It's not the fentanyl. It's bad choices. I know. See, what we were talking about was the fentanyl. You know, if you're looking for illegal drugs and you happen to get a hold of fentanyl, you wouldn't be getting a hold of fentanyl if you weren't looking for illegal drugs. Now. Now, let me make a point right here. Mm-hmm. One of the women who testified before Congress uh-huh. the other day said that attitude that you just pointed out mm-hmm. is saying they deserve to die. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. That's, no. They, that's what she said. Yeah. If you don't mm-hmm. go along with what I'm saying. If you don't go along with the victimhood. Yeah. You saying they deserve to die. No, nobody's saying they deserve, deserve to, to die. die. But what they're saying is their choice caused yeah, their death. I'm not coming across fentanyl because I'm not out there looking for illegal <laughs> drugs to buy them off the street. 
okay? I'm, I'm not putting myself in the position because we all know fentanyl's there. We all know it's coming over the border. We never said it wasn't an issue, but it's not the biggest problem we have coming over the border. And that's the point we were making, too. One person actually compared this. You remember when they were finding cyanide and Tylenol? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. were comparing this to when they were finding mm-hmm. cyanide, which people were intentionally putting into an over-the-counter pain medication, Tylenol, yeah. as if that's on Do you par. remember when they cut Lortab into the Tylenol and we said it was a bonus? <laughs> <laughs> the lucky recipients? Okay. <laughs> Look, what we're trying to say is, is the fentanyl, it's not a victimhood status, okay? If it was um, any heroin that was tainted, not that heroin's bad enough. If it was tainted with something that caused immediate death, you're, you're still the guy looking for the illegal drugs to buy on the street. Yeah. I mean, you should probably not be shocked when drugs are tainted, when you're getting something you didn't buy from Joe standing on the corner in his little beanie. I mean, my gosh, do we have to spell that out? And, and, then, like, and then like all bleeding heart liberals... <laughs> He make he lies. Yes. And he claims that only 15,000 deaths yes. in 2010. Mm-hmm. The fact is there were 47,000 overdose deaths in 2010. And it's only been in the last 2 years mm-hmm. that it's increased over the right. 50,000 death average since Nixon was president. Right, because of and they're fentanyl? claiming it's fentanyl. I don't believe it's fentanyl. Mm-hmm. I believe that children today are mm-hmm. so confused, yeah. depressed, unable to deal with reality because of told. the things we've let them believe mm-hmm. about gender, yep. about all these racial issues, that they're so depressed they're turning to drugs more. Yeah. It's not the drugs. Yeah. It's the attitude and depression and the society that's putting this pressure on these kids. Right. And never before did we have social media where everything was splashed in your no. face 24-7. Can you imagine that as an insecure kid? It's yeah. tough. It's tough. I, I don't envy. I don't envy. But we're going to talk a little bit about parenting. I have some really great clips to share with you um, at the bottom of the show because they these things need to be heard because I'm seeing these things happen. And yep. I it's horrifying. But... but really what's going wrong with our our kids right now and how we're raising them and what we're doing and it's uh sad it's really sad to uh, watch if there was a way to wave a magic wand yeah. and remove all yeah. the fentanyl from the yes. united states of america yeah there would still be over fifty thousand deaths from drug overdose right. but people are so funny you know we get these hate mails and um one guy one guy wouldn't listen to me anymore because I wouldn't talk about ozone in the way he wanted me to. I was like, so out of everything we say on the show, all the truth we represent, what we do here, the sacrifices we've made to bring you that truth separate from any corporation, and you're mad I won't talk about ozone more? I, okay. <laughs> There's you, the door. It's interesting it that you mentioned ozone. Yeah. Because I saw an we haven't ad- talked about it. I saw an advertisement. There's a guy advertising. Uh-huh. A ozone treatment, Mm -hmm. and you take it by a pill. And I thought, 
That's odd. <laughs> that is odd. <laughs> and I, I wrote the guy, yeah. and I said, you know, you're producing this ozone treatment that you take a pill. Doesn't that defeat the I whole said, purpose? I said, ozone is a gas. <laughs> How yeah. do you get it into pill right, form? Right, right. I mean, if you can do that, then you can make an oxygen pill. Yes. <laughs> and we wouldn't have to breathe anymore. Oh <laughs> I love this. I, that's I never great. got an answer, of course. Oh, people are so funny. The other day, I, I heard that um, I'm exactly like Glenn Beck. We say all the same things. And um, how dare we? And we're so stupid. He actually um, said that to you, Glenn? Well, the, <laughs> <laughs> right. I was laughing because even today, uh, Glenn Beck put up a thing where he said, um, should we no longer arm Ukraine? And I wrote, we're not arming Ukraine. You know what I mean? It's like, stop with the narrative. Yeah. We're not arming them. It's money laundering. When are people going to stop? You know, uh, so, yeah, it's funny to see that when we differ so much with the stuff. Most of the stuff I bring up, you're, you might not hear on on um, Alex Jones or um, Glenn Beck's show. Absolutely. I mean, there's going to be a lot of points of reference that we bring up here that a lot of shows aren't allowed to bring up. They ha- their Massive audiences are not allowed to. So That's right. It just, you know what? It's fine. I I expect I expect the hate mail. I think the hate mail is so funny sometimes because I, I like I said to that guy, yeah, you're so smart and we're so stupid. Congrats to you. <laughs> Congrats to you, citizen. Boy, you nailed it. I mean, it, that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm so sarcastic anyway, but it's okay. And Larry, it's okay. Are you all butthurt over <laughs> the fact that we're not addressing and crying over the overdose statistics? It's sad. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's terrible. What do you want us to say? Are we supposed to do a whole show on that? I, You know, get some help. I, I don't know what to tell you, Larry. You see, for me, the issue is the people crying about fentanyl are not fixing the problem. Mm-mm. They think they are, yeah, but they, they're not. No, the problem is much deeper. Mm-hmm. It's a distraction from what's really yes. coming over the border yes. that they're not talking about. They want to make it about fentanyl so you don't look at everything else. But, okay. And yes, it can be a problem. And yes, uh, good people will die from drug overdose, and that includes fentanyl. Yep. It, it's not the biggest fish we have to fry, though, because you have to be looking for illegal drugs to buy on the street to get a hold of that. So why don't we address that problem? Maybe yeah. that's the problem. I'm just going to point that out because it's, you know, reasoning, but okay, uh, whatever. There's a word you don't hear much. I know. It's, <laughs> so, it, it, it's funny when people over one issue, one little yep. thing up their craw, they can't handle it. And um, we're, we're here to solve problems like like they, we mentioned the snowplow. Did you know that we spent your money, that the city spent your money, $250,000 on a snowplow that they keep up at the airport in a, in a storage thing? Do you guys know that? What a waste of money, you know? We don't use it down here. And every 20 years when we actually do get some snow, we suffer through two days. So what? <laughs> <laughs> it's hot here, so it'll melt. And um, did you know that you're like John Pike, Michelle Randall, Jimmy Hughes all signed off on that snowplow? Mm-hmm. Do you know why they did it? To make themselves a city that would go directly a metropolitan city. They had to have a snowplow yep. to be able to access fed dollars through a metropolitan city access. Jimmy Hughes did that. I think Danielle Larkin was part of that, too. 
and um, also uh, Randall before as, as a city council member. All those people vote on this stuff all the time. So when we're talking snowplows, let's start there. Why do you have a snowplow in the desert sitting behind a sitting up in a storage facility at the airport? Two hundred fifty grand for that thing. Well, you know, that's exactly the same reason I now bathe in tanning lotion, <laughs> so that I can access the money for African Americans from the federal government. <laughs> <laughs> A little bait and switch. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I love it that you say you're black on all your applications. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. Nobody questions it. I know. Nobody ever does. Um, I know. And, and you know, what are they going to do? You're not. No, no, but how Chris dare, Ann Hall's husband's I dare black. him to tell me I'm Chris not. Chris Ann Hall's husband's black, but he doesn't look it right. Nope. He doesn't really kind of fit the, the fit the mold, and um, and it's funny when people find that out. And I'm yeah. like, you know, he's such a nice guy. He's yeah. such a wonderful guy. I've had him over for dinner and, yeah. and wonderful. But but who's going to ask you? Because everybody looks a little different. Um, all right, we're going to come right back. Um, I just have to mention that. Uh, uh, what's for dinner? Um, you know, I make dinner for my husband. I think I'm going to make bullfrogs because <laughs> the DNR is telling me to in Utah. And because um, bullfrogs are delicious. Did that, you know that? that? Delicious. Well, and they're an invasive species, you know. <laughs> I, but how what's for dinner, honey? Here, an invasion? <laughs> Invasive species tonight. I'm sure he'll be like, yum. Here's my wow. question. Though. Yeah. Why is it that we're now being told we should go out and kill and eat bullfrogs because they're an invasive species, mm -hmm. but we should protect the desert tortoise invasive species? How does that work? They both taste like chicken, <laughs> Uncle Milty. <laughs> they, they both taste like chicken, apparently. Be right back, Kate Daly Show, and you can chime in. Open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. it so much just want to have it for dinner uh welcome to utah they are literally pushing <laughs> you to eat sorry i don't mean to laugh um, so much um but the, the headlines just crack me up uh you are <laughs> instructed actually to uh eat more frog um i know i know you're like why um because uh what's for dinner um the dnr suggests bullfrog they say bullfrog tastes like chicken i would like to know who some of these people are that say that but the department of natural resources would love for you to find out in honor of national invasive species awareness week if you weren't aware that bullfrogs existed we really do need more psas i didn't know bullfrogs existed did you when they were singing about them who knew oh i, I know oh okay I we know. need another psa apparently because a psa is the only way we learn but Anyway, so hunting them is okay, and apparently they're tasty. 
let me tell you, I served bullfrog last night. <laughs> And no one at the table, they all said, gee, this is the best chicken I've had in a while. Right? So, who cares? You can just say it's farm-raised. Yeah. <laughs> it's farm-raised chicken. Free-range. No, free-range. Free-range. Yeah, that's right. Big-legged yeah. chicken. <laughs> Have you seen these things? They're just nasty looking. Yeah. Ew. Anyway, did you ever have to dissect one in, in high school? Yeah, that's kind of where I left it. I mean, I, I don't think I sat there in high school going, mm, is this on the lunch menu at the cafeteria? Yeah, well, once you dissect it, the next step is coat it and fry it. <laughs> Gross. This is just so disgusting. Um, bullfrogs are predators that eat snakes, fish, toads, and mice. And um, you're supposed to want to eat it. There, in fact, KSL, that horrible, 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 woke news rag, um, and believe me, I know, I met with them to, to, uh, to talk with them, and it was a pretty vile conversation. Um, I just have to say that they're giving you breaded bullfrog legs recipes so that you can enjoy more of these at home. Yummy. Okay. Can I, let's just take a caller. I, my stomach is turning right now. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You guys, you guys are having way too much fun. I know. Um, <laughs> are you eating the, bullfrog? So, on the snowplow issue. So yeah. you're saying like all of the cities around Los Angeles, San Diego, Miami, they all have to have a snowplow in order to get federal dollars? It depends on their um, location. I think altitude. It depends on the fact that oh. if they have any snow at all, like we have to actually claim we have some snow at some point in the, in this, in the, in the cycle. Then uh, to become a metropolitan city to get money straight from the feds, you have to kiss a lot of rear end, and that involves a two hundred fifty thousand dollars snowplow. Apparently, uh, so uh, so I live up here in Idaho, and we're in a city of a hundred thousand people, and we don't own a snowplow. You sure about that? Now, the Idaho Transportation Department does. Yes, but we don't own any. Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. Are you and we sure? get much more snow than you guys. Uh, like you might want to check. On the ground. Yeah, you might want to check it out, though. I'm, I'm not. I'm dead serious. Thanks for the call. You might want to check it out. Uh, cities don't like to actually talk about these things. They don't like to actually say that they bought this monstrosity. Look, that's the same reason we have a bus system. Yes. When they the first put SunTran in, mm -hmm. it was all about getting a designation yeah. to be a metropolitan city. Yeah. Had nothing to do with that they thought people needed transportation. <laughs> That's why, after complaints from yours truly, Uncle Milty, they had to actually put in darkening things on yeah. the windows because people were starting to go, yeah, Uncle they're, Milty's they're right. Empty. Um, there's nobody riding on the buses. Maybe one guy, right? Or one chick. Um, they're empty it, a lot. Yeah. It's so they actually put ads and things on the windows right after you started complaining a lot, which I found to be kind of funny, actually. I thought it was great. Uh, let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, in my place up here in Cedar, uh -huh. since August, I've got 48 inches of water. Hmm. My, my driveway is a muddy rock. But we're in a drought, so what you're seeing isn't really what you're seeing. So if you're seeing that, it's not your reality. The reality yeah, well, from fell, the Water I Commission is I fell down in my reality drought. today, Kate. <laughs> hey, I'd like to get on uh, Thursday show, but I'm too 
technologically illiterate to do it, I think. What? No, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, you yes, just got to you got to just be able to go to Zoom. Um, if you can do that, Zoom, go to Zoom. Zoom.com and create an account. Okay? Um, okay. And uh, call me after the show. I'll instruct you. Uh, thanks for the call. Um, yeah, tonight, um, you can still join today. You can still get in on this. They'll, your uh, credentials will be emailed to you. It will be great. So please, by all means, um, get in on the fourth hour. Um, I think we have two spots left. Two, maybe. Anyway. Really? Yeah. So you can get in if you would like to. Um, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Oh, thanks. Sure. Hey, I just wanted to say about the bullfrog, uh-huh. people that I know that eat frogs, uh-huh. their eyes get kind of buggy and their lips get really skinny and go ear to ear, so I don't recommend it. I'm in. <laughs> I can't wait to eat them. Thank you. I know, right? <laughs> it's my new diet. Bullfrog. So exciting. So, so exciting. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, hi Kate, it's Harold. Harold Zeger, uh, how are you? Don't, don't, don't eat, oh, don't eat too much frogs. Maybe <laughs> not. So be careful. Okay. All right, I, I will. I will so be. The other guy there with, yeah. a, with a much rain. Uh huh. He, he should not believe his lying eyes. Yes, right? yes, his yes. His eyes are lying to him. And this, if he believes this, this his is, uh, eyes, if he believes his eyes, he's a far right extremist. <laughs> so, don't believe your eyes, <laughs> yeah. people. Yes. Um, thank you. Thanks, Harold. I'm so glad you called in. Thank you for that. You know, uh, it's so true though. And I love the meme that there's an apple, and it says, "If you don't see a banana, you're a." right extremists. That's really kind of how it's working yep. out now. Um, that's why I played the clip in the beginning where they the, the people from Stanford and from Johns Hopkins, the very few that would ever say this in a million years, they also wanted to combine the narrative that childhood vaccines are perfect. So that's kind of scary. But they were they were calling it out and saying the U.S. Uh, U.S. government was the biggest misinformation spiller of the last three years. Yeah. yeah when it well, came to Blovid. I, I just, for those people who don't have a weak stomach, the, <laughs> Are you talking to the www.yumly.com uh-huh. has the 10 best frog leg recipes. <laughs> so <laughs> go there and check I, it out. I assure you, I don't care if I'm starving, I'm not eating a frog. I don't know what it is about it, but gross. Um, Ribbit. I know, it's just disgusting. <laughs> but, but of course, we're getting pushed to eat a lot of things like this. And what are you really going to say to your spouse? I, honey, inv- invasive species is on the menu. Do you think that sounds appetizing in any way, shape, or form? Well, it might be okay if the frogs eat the cockroaches first, Gross. and then you get the cockroach by eating the frog. Yeah, I don't want that cycle yeah. of life either. But they- <laughs> Thank you. I really okay. appreciate the Just heads Just trying up. to find the positive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a giver. I really appreciate you. Um, so, the uh, if you want to walk through a colon display of a tent that appears to look like a colon with stuff Velcroed on the sides, what is wrong with us? I swear to you, do you need that visual to understand your colon? Do you need to walk through a round, circular half tent in order to think of your colon? What is wrong with people? They put money into this crap. Wait a minute. minute. What's going on? The visual is not a big deal. What I'm concerned about is, do they make it realistically smell like (laughs) (laughs) cola? 
<laughs> they ought to work on that. It ought to be 4D. <laughs> I want a ride that sails through that gives me puffs yeah. <laughs> of the colon to be realistic. Yeah. But you know what? That's St. George Regional Hospital for you. Putting your money where money shouldn't go. It stands a hundred. It's a hundred and thirteen pounds. Stands at twelve feet in height when fully inflated, and you can go take a gander and walk through it, and then be reminded of your colon in some way or shape or yeah. form. But this is what the hospital. This is the kind of crap the hospital feeds you. On a brighter note, whatever. if you're walking through the colon, (laughs) nobody will know you have flatulence. (laughs) They'll think it's part of the experience. (laughs) You're just too much today. (sighs) Anyway. They're asking for it. We really should make it a ride. Um, I'm going to say, if you're going to spend money, St. George Regional, from all the COVID bucks you got from from the deaths and everything else that happened, you know what? Make it a ride. Make it something exciting. I don't know. When you first mentioned it, the first thing that came to my mind was that ride at Disneyland, Journey to Inner Space. (laughs) (laughs) Where you launch into a colon. (laughs) So exciting. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Super exciting. Um, I also wanted to let you guys know that uh, the horrendous flag by Senator State Senator Dan McKay. State Senator Dan McKay. I haven't met somebody so full of himself in a long time as State Senator Dan McKay. But Ibsen's on the list too, and so is Vickers. But you know, it's we don't have a good state like Senator group, okay? And um, anyway, his bill advanced with concessions to preserve the use of the current flag. Really? Where is that going to take place? So now we get two flags? (laughs) Not really. They're just trying to pacify everybody that has a problem. So I do thank Colin Jack for saying no. He was one of two that said no. I'm going to guess that Joe, fraudulent Joe that got in over Willie Billings, when he knows Willie Billings won, that's why he didn't ask for a recount, which he should have if he had any character. Sorry, but it's true. Um, he, I must have voted for it. Because, you know, you can always count on Joe's vote because it'll go party line probably every single time. But Colin Jack, I'm proud of you. Thank you for saying one of the two nay votes during Tuesday's committee meeting. I appreciate that. And um, also, um, this flag was built and made without this bill going through. Otherwise, you would not know what it looked like. They actually made, They actually have it flying. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Isn't Shouldn't that be illegal? You've already created a flag because you're counting on the bill going through. How do you know it's going to sail through? Dan McKay, who has no character. I would like to know that. And if you're going to change our history and mock up some flag that looks like a flag out of Yemen um, and out of uh, really a multitude of states out of the Middle East, with a beehive and a star. It's the ugliest thing you've ever seen. So I'm not quite sure. And, and, and it even says proposed design for Utah's new flag. But curiously enough, they already produced it. So it can fly. So it's not just proposed, right? It's here. Something very illegal about that. And Dan, Dan McKay needs some sort of investigation. Seriously, he's from Riverton. I've actually met with Dan, not impressed. Let's just say that. He was also the guy that tried to put forth an abortion bill and look like he was pro-life. But it all hinged on whether Roe versus Wade was, was going to be reversed. So he knew it would never go through. He just wanted the brownie points. And I don't like people like that. I don't like people who try to monkey and do things like that. And I just think they're swindlers. So anyway, 
there's that. And I just wanted to just bring your attention to the ugly, ugly, very generic, we could be anywhere in the world, not really about Utah, nothing about Utah, really. I mean, it really, it's just plain Jane, we are the world kind of mentality to really take away what's special about our state. Thanks, Dan McKay. What a winner. Someone wrote a a really good thing on social media about the flag. And what they said was, look, it's it's really, we've now reached yeah. the point where we're going to be in a perpetual change mode anyway. Yes. In five years, somebody else is going to come along that doesn't like this flag, and it'll get changed again. And yeah. change. That way, we don't have any continuity in right. history. Why don't we just fly the Ukrainian flag? Yeah. That's what they're really wanting. I mean, let's just go ahead and fly China, Ukraine. Does it even matter? Really? Does it? I just, the idea of being able to create it, produce it, print it, and have it done before the bill even gets presented, everyone should have been asking why that happened. Now, where's all of our legislators and state senators that are asking how that happened? Oh, okay. They're the same ones that don't, aren't mm-hmm. bothered by the removal of Dixie, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently. Um, so we'll be right back with Chris Ann Hall. Of course, you're going to want to stay on for that. And uh, we do. We have some really great things coming up and some really great clips I'd like to play. These things are fantastic. So you need to hear these things because it kind of nails it. It really does. So we'll be right back. Go join the fourth hour while you can. We meet tonight at eight o'clock and uh, we might change the time a little bit, maybe make it a little earlier. I have to be mindful of our East Coasters, but um, we're going to start tonight at eight. And so join us tonight. Get on a little bit early. Make sure you have a Zoom account and uh, it's free. Okay. And listen to me snore. And listen. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show.